We're glad you're listening to Rama for Today. Are you following me? Psychology. It's the only the operation of the soul, so they left the spirit out entirely. Now, the psychiatrist or the psychologist has dug down into man. They found out that there's something else down there. They didn't know what it was. So they called it a subconscious mind. No, man doesn't have a subconscious mind. If he did, the Bible would have said so. I'll tell you what they discovered, and they didn't know what it was, didn't know how to deal with it, and don't know how to handle it. It's the spirit of man that they discovered, and they didn't know what it was. You're listening to Rema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan with his teaching, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. Paul speaks about the renewing of the mind in Romans, the 12th chapter. Turn there now to Romans, chapter 12. Romans, chapter 12, and look at verse 1 and verse 2. And I think now, by approaching it this way, we'll understand as never before what he's saying here. Because, again, he is not writing, in Romans, Paul is not writing to sinners. He's not writing to the world. He's writing a letter to the church. In Romans, the first chapter, in the seventh verse, he addresses this letter to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints. Now are you listening? Called to be saints. It applies to all that be in Tulsa called to be saints and all that be wherever you live. Now notice what he said here in Romans 12, 1. Again, I beseech you therefore, brethren. He used a very similar term that James did. James said, beloved brethren in talking about receiving the engrafted word with meekness, which is able to save your souls. He called them beloved brethren. Now Paul said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you do two things. That first, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. One translator said, which is your spiritual service. First, he said, you do something with your body. See, the new birth and the being baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost doesn't change your body any. you still got the same body you had. But you'll have to do something with it. You've got to help. You've got the Holy Ghost to help you do something with the body. God's not going to do anything with it. You'll have to do it. You present your body to God, a living sacrifice, holy except unto him with your readable service. Now notice verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed. Now how? By the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Now, uh, how is the mind renewed or restored? You know, there's a statement over there in the 23rd Psalm that says, The Lord restoreth my soul. Spirit's born again. He doesn't restore our spirit. Our spirit's born again, but our soul is renewed or is restored. Now, if you look that word up, 
the Hebrew word up in the Hebrew concordance translated restoreth. And you look up the Greek word in the Greek concordance translated renew, you'll find out they mean about the same thing. Renew or restore. In other words, like this, you take a, you've got an old chair there. It's very old, it's, but it's valuable because it's old. It's antique. But it's all, you know, the fabric's all worn out of it. And it's just all, you know, just look like a wreck. But you renew that or restore that you see well a man's spirit's not restored see that's the same chair that it was but it's restored it's renewed but a man's spirit becomes a brand new creature in Christ Jesus now we have this expression then relative to the soul receive the engrafted word with meekness which is able to save your souls be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may know, that you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. He restoreth my soul. It is the word of God that restores our souls, that renews our souls, that saves our souls, or heals our souls. Are you listening? Now, while we're on this, let's go a little bit further. Let's go just a little bit further here. Psychology is the study of the human mind operating through the physical senses or the body. A psychologist or a psychiatrist, unless he's born again, would never know himself because they do not know that they are a spirit being. They only think of themselves as being a mind and a body or a soul and body. You'll notice uh, psychology, psychiatrist. Well, it comes from the Greek word psyche, which is translated soul through the New Testament. Are you following me? Psychology. It's the only the operation of the soul, so they left the spirit out entirely. Now, the psychiatrist or the psychologist has dug down into man. They found out that there's something else down there. They didn't know what it was. So they called it a subconscious mind. No, man doesn't have a subconscious mind. If he did, the Bible would have said so. I'll tell you what they discovered, and they didn't know what it was, didn't know how to deal with it, and don't know how to handle it. It's the spirit of man that they discovered, and they didn't know what it was. And unless the spirit of man is really born again and comes into fellowship with God, then the spirit can never be developed in real godly spiritual things. And... Uh, and man can never become who he should be. You know, you, you hear a lot of times people asking out in the world, you know. You see this happening with our young people uh, yesterday and today, particularly in days gone by, of, and, uh, and people asking, you know, who am I? You know, I never asked the question in my life, who am I? I know who I am. <laughs> see, that's the most asinine question that a supposedly <laughs> intelligent person ever asked. But of course, you see, they don't know who they are because they're wandering out there 
in a wilderness of unbelief and darkness. Now, I was out there one day, but I was born again when I was 15 years old, four months before my 16th birthday. And since April of 1933, I've never asked the question, who am I? I know who I am. I hear them sometimes in interviews and so on and so forth, on the TV and so on, asking, who am I? And I always speak up, you know, and say, I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. That's who I am. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. Praise God. Amen. I found out who I was on the bed of affliction and sickness, you see, 40 some odd years ago. Amen. Now, uh, you, you see, uh, uh, I want you to see something now. I want you to see something because a lot of what we have teachings and supposedly, now listen carefully to me. We'll straighten a lot of it out later, but I'm going to drop some things on you. Supposedly dealing with evil spirits and demons and whatever some people call inner healing is a mixture, is trying to mix psychology with the Bible and they won't mix any more than oil and water will mix. Are you listening to me carefully now? Now, first of all, if you're really born again, and got the life and the nature of God in you, your spirit don't need healing, it's already a new man. Now listen to me carefully. You see, Jesus said here in John 3, 6, that which is born of spirit is spirit. It is our spirit that's born again. We contact the spiritual world by our spirit. We contact the mental world with our souls. Paul said in, first, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we'll look at it again. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Now, he's saying that the inward man, not the outward man, has become a new man. You have the same body that you did before you were born again. But the man on the inside has become a new man in Christ. One translation reads, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, there is a new self. I like that translation. Because I'm a new person. I'm a new self. We sometimes hear people talk about dying out to self. However, we don't want to die out to self. We want this new self, this new creature to dominate us. We want to crucify the flesh. And that's really what they're talking about, but they're using the wrong term, and it confuses you. Now, crucifying the flesh isn't something that God does for you. You must do it yourself. Are you listening to me? You do that. You'll notice here in this verse we read in Romans 12, 1, Wherefore I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye, well, we don't say ye, thee, thou, and so on nowadays, that you, you do something with your body. Not that you pray and get God to do something with your body. Not that you pray and get there, or ask the pastor to pray and do something with your body. You get your fellow Christian to pray that God do something with your body. No, it's up to you to do something with your body. Do what with it? Present it to God. Present it to God. Don't let your body dominate you. Present it to God. A living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, he didn't tell you to die out to self. 
or the flesh, but he did tell you to do something with the flesh. You see, when we were born again, I want to go over that again. When we were born again, we became a new man, a new creature in Christ. Now the nature of God is in there. The nature and the life of God is in my spirit. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. We're offering This Is The Day, a single DVD by Kenneth E. Hagan, a book by Kenneth W. Hagan entitled Avoiding the Trap of Being Offended, and lastly, a single CD by Lynette Hagan called Using Stumbling Blocks as Stepping Stones. All these items at the special discounted price of $30. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, enrollment is still open for Rama Bible Training College. Yes, we're getting ready to start. That's right. So you need to apply by August the 15th. You can go to rbtc.org/slash apply. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free. 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, How You Can Be Led by the Spirit of God, Volume 1. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.